Hi, I'm Adrian from the podcast. I'm also where I talk to people with multiple careers, pursuits, and interests. And this episode, I'm back in Taiwan, my favorite Asian country. J.O. And I'm speaking to Matt, who is not my favorite friend, but you know, he's he's up there. <laughs> well, you know what, Adrian, you're not my favorite <laughs> But I'm glad to see you again. Yeah, yeah. So we've spoken to Matt previously about his many pursuits. But this time we're going to focus on basketball, basketball in Taiwan, which he has a strong affinity with. Um, so maybe just as a, setting the scene, what is the basketball situation? How popular is it in Taiwan? Well, you know, when I first got here, baseball was the biggest sport here. And I, I think it still technically is. They've, they, they have more, you know, Little League championships, World Little League championships than anyone as far as I know. Um, so baseball is still huge here, but a lot of my students are more talking about basketball than any other sport. So it's, it's something where I think basketball is starting to kind of take over at least the younger generation here in Taiwan. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. It's just, it's just kind of time has got a strong, I'm going to say American influence in sports, hasn't it? Yeah. Just, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Baseball, basketball. Yeah. Is there a third? Um, I, I, I know a lot of people who like, uh, American football. You know, not the kind you use your foot for, but the kind you use your hands to pass the ball for. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw your face there. I saw you cringe. Good time. <laughs> so boring. Hey, Super Bowl's coming up. I don't know if the Super Bowl's going to be done by the time we do this podcast, but this thing is, but it's coming up in a few weeks. Okay, so we'll talk first on basketball. And yeah, that's all I want to talk about here. What what's the the league situation? Uh, there are three main leagues here. Um, there's the uh, P1 it, well, let me let me even go back. There was the originally like the ABL and the SBL. Uh, the ABL was Asian Basketball League, and what they did were they played internationally. So you you'd have a team, you know, you have a Taiwan, you know, a Taiwan team against you know a, a team, you know, this team from China or this team from you know, the Philippines and stuff like that. Um, after COVID, they had to come up with their own leagues. So right now, the there's the um, P League, which started after COVID, and they're a professional league, and they have six teams here in Taiwan now. They started off with four. They're up to six now. Um, there's the T1 League, which started a year later, and they have six leagues here. There's the SBL, which is a semi-professional league, which you know means that these people have other jobs besides basketball. It's not their full-time job. Um, they have four teams here in Taiwan, and... Um, they don't. They aren't really associated with their own city. They're just kind of their own teams. Uh, so, really, the P League and the T One League are the two main leagues here in Taiwan. So they're in a sort of competition, in a way. Yeah, I, I, I think. Yeah, I, I don't have the inside scoop. I don't go to these board meetings to see what they're talking about. But yeah, it seems like the they're in competition with each other on some level. Um, there's always talk of it'd be awesome if they could kind of form one league. But I think they're competing to see who's gonna dominate. dominate. Yeah, my own my own take on it. I could be wrong on that. And um, so what? Well, I guess what team do you follow? I I kind of follow them all now. Right. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll caveat that with my favorites, of course. But uh, I yeah I, I 
I did, we'll get to this later, but I did some commentary for the T1 league. Um, and so I, I'm really trying to follow that law along so I can do more commentating in the, you know, in the future. Um, but uh, like I've, I've been a P league fan because uh, I was an ABL fan and then ABL turned the P league. I, I've been a P league fan since, you know, since I started following basketball here. Um, so I, I follow them a little bit more, but now I have to, catch up on the T1 league. So I love them both. They're, they're both really entertaining in their own way. And there's been a, f a couple of big, big names. Yeah. Two huge names lately. Uh, th there have always been some ABL, uh, sorry, some NBA players who have come along and, um, been a part of the league. But right now the two big names, uh, Dwight Howard, um, uh, eight time all-star, uh, you know, a, a slam dunk champion back <laughs> in the day. Uh, yeah. Olympic gold medals, medalists, you know, got all the accolades. He's 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 now playing here in the T1 league for the Italian Leopards, and uh, Jeremy Lin just signed on last week. Um, if any basketball fans know the term Lin Sanity, it was a huge basketball thing back in 2012, and he's he's signed on here uh, for the Gaosheng Steelers in the uh, B League. Wasn't he on Time Magazine? Yeah, he was in Time Magazine. He was on the cover of you know, Sports Illustrated. It was, it was huge. He he almost got like he basically played probably one of the worst games you could think of. He New Year's Eve 2011. I forget who they were playing against, but he went out there. <clears throat> Within four minutes, he got something like he missed his only shot he had. He got something like four fouls of you know, four minutes. I, I I don't have the stats in front of me a really horrible game and um the next time he went up you know this uh his um his manager was his agent was just like yeah this might be the last game you play for nba so just go out there and you know do what you do and he scored something like 25 points and <laughs> um just really led the team to their to a huge win and uh became really one of the most popular basketball players in that time so, um, and he's Taiwanese, so he's really popular here in Taiwan. So it's, people are really excited to have him here. He's already selling seats as well. I'm sure he is. Yeah. It's, I haven't looked at the, he, he's, they, the dreamer, uh, the Formosa dreamers just played the Steelers today. They just, I mean, realize this is pre-recorded. It's not live. So, um, but they just beat the Steelers. Um, but German Lee was not playing, but, uh, I'm sure like, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, he just got back to Taiwan, so uh, like this week or last week somewhere. But he, uh, you know, I'm sure once he starts playing, people are just going to be buying tickets specifically to see him. The same thing with Dwight Howard. The the T1 league was not popular in Taiwan, the league he plays in. And once he signed on, within a few minutes, like this, you know, once his tickets went on sale, fifteen thousand seat stadium just sold out within just you know, minutes of the tickets going on sale. So I'm assuming it's going to be the same once Jeremy Lin is like announced in their next, whenever his first game is. And uh, is, it, was, is there a different style of basketball NBA compared to Taiwan? What's yeah. the style of? Uh, the yeah NBA is turning more towards a lot of three-point shots and things like that. Yeah, the, the bigger players, they don't get, yeah, when you, Traditionally, think of basketball players. You picture some seven-foot guy that could just jump up and dunk the ball. Um, the game is changing now in the NBA where it's a lot more three-point shoot, 
you know, shots where people are not near the basket and shooting towards the basket. Um, if I could put it that simply to people who don't know basketball necessarily. Um, and so, you know, Taiwan basketball still has a lot of those teams that do look for the big guys and do get the inside shots and things like that. And, you know, a lot of international teams are the same way. Um, but yeah, I, I, say that's one of the biggest differences um you're gonna see a lot more of the old school <laughs> basketball here than you would in america where they're just looking for the uh three-point shots some teams here in taiwan are trying the three-point shot thing and i think when it works it works but when it doesn't they still keep trying it and they just kind of go back to basic basketball when it fails <clears throat> one of the games i commented for is the actual only game i did commentary for where he was actually playing because um, he was on the injured disabled list. He was injured for a while. But um, the the other team had three guys that were seven foot or taller. One 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 of them one of them was seven foot seven. We can Google what that is in, <laughs> in centimeters for the international audience. The other guy is seven foot five. Like two of the biggest players to play in the they both played in the NBA. Uh, just for a short while, but two of the tallest players in the NBA ever. And like uh, they kept Dwight Howard out to shooting three pointers and he, he's not a three point shooter. <laughs> he's, he's a, uh, he's a get under the basket and just slam dunk the ball kind of guy. So it was interesting to watch that game where these guys, you know, these huge guys that he was playing against just kept him outside of his shooting area. Let's get on to being a, a, doing the commentary. Yes. Uh, how did that come about? Uh, there was a, fa yeah, I've all, I'll, I'll share what I know and I'll share what I kind of wonder. Um, there was a Facebook post um, because the T1 league was always, it was, a, it had been around a year before this year. Um, and it was always smaller than the P league because the P league just jumped right in when, the ABL stopped. Yeah, when when we stopped doing these international tournaments, they just jumped right in. It's like let's start a basketball league here in Taiwan, just so the fans have something. And so, um, they really went with that momentum and kept that popularity. T one league came along, and I don't like I I I love the T one league now, but I literally watched no games last year. Um, it, it just was like it, that's. The P League's already here. Like, let me follow this. And um, so this year when Dwight Howard signed on um, for the T1 League, they were looking to do English commentary. So they, somebody just posted on Facebook. Uh, it, it was actually the brother of the guy who's in charge of it. Like, uh, you know, my brother's looking for people to do this. And I was first to reply. Um you know, he, the, the guy who posted the thing said, Hey, the T1 league wants to talk to you. I was looking forward to it and heard nothing back. It wasn't until a Thursday that, yeah, you know, I was at work. Um, I got this message saying, you know, hi, this is Edward from the T1 league. We want to talk to you about doing commentary. And I knew nothing about the league. And I'm like, yeah, I'd love to do it. I was like, uh, when it was like, can you come this weekend? So they came on Sunday. I'm like, you know, I, uh, what if I just, I was trying to play it off. Like, uh, what if I just wait a little bit? <laughs> like, I don't know this league at all. It's like, yeah, there's this, 
there's this game Sunday. We need somebody. And I'm like, I, I, I just decided I'm going to go ahead and do it. Like I, I just had to go ahead and try it out. So, um, I spent Thursday, Friday, yeah, outside of working time too, and other obligations, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, just like learning these two teams as best I could. I realized too, they didn't have any commentary in English. So I, I was really like just trying to watch the game and see what I could find out without hearing anything that's going on because my Chinese is horrible and, um, just went on that Sunday and enjoyed it and loved it. So it was, it, it, it was part that I also, I don't know how much of part this played in it, but I have a friend who's, um, one of the investors in the dreamers just sent a message to somebody he knows who's in the T1 league not related to this part and said, Hey, this guy's really interested in this. You should check him out. And, um, I wonder how much of the role that played, but yeah, I got to do three games and loved it so far and really improving to do more. So I guess your background in, um, improv yes. and comedy would have helped. Well, and uh, that's actually was one thing that came up in the chat. Uh, he said, we're looking for somebody who has uh, experience doing uh, basketball commentary. And I just had to reply, I, yeah, I, I guess this is where honesty comes down to where it gets you opportunities. I replied, I was like, I have no experience doing basketball commentary. <laughs> like, I've been a basketball fan for years. And, but I said, I do stand-up and improv comedy. So I'm used to just reacting to what I see and working with that. And he said, that's perfect. The person that we've got is Taylor. She's fantastic. If you watch any of the T1 games in English, just check her out. She's very, very good. Yeah. She's amazing. Uh, and like she can do the play by play and you just do the, you know, color commentary and the reaction. I'm like, perfect. You know, let's go at it with that. So what's maybe one thing you got out of that experience? What's a big learning out of that you got? You know, I, I guess uh, something, and I've always, it, this comes out of improv, but it's something that I've, you know, I, I think when you're presented with an opportunity that you think you have a shot of doing it well, just go ahead and do it. Because if you mess it up, it's not like you lose nothing. <laughs> I'm not saying I messed it up completely, you know, but like, um, yeah, like just go do it, enjoy it, and just go on. Like that's that's what I've learned. That's what I've learned from stand up. That's what I've learned from improv, and that's what I learned from doing the. That's what I learned from doing the commentary. It was, it was a great experience, and I, I say this to all my friends. It's like I'm the only person I know, other than Taylor, you know, my co, -per you know, the person I did it with. I'm the only person I know in my life that uh, commentated for a. NBA All-Star. Yeah. yeah. One of his games. Yeah, yeah. And that, that is on YouTube, isn't it? That is on YouTube, yeah. Where, where, where will people find the link? Um, in your description. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, yeah, well, we'll link that. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> if I were to tell you to look something up, there'd be different games to find, and you might find the pro one. Yeah. Do you think that as the um, sort of COVID on the on the decrease down and everything, is it, is it going to go back to an international... Competition? Uh, there's, there's, there have been looks at that. I know the ABL restarted. I don't know quite how well they're doing right now. Um, 
I, I know the dreamers have talked about that. I, it'd be interesting to see how they play that out. I don't know if they, I don't know if one team could do both. So it'd be interesting if like another team evolved just specifically for that. Living in Chenghua was uh, when like the Philippines would come and play in the Chenghua Stadium. It'd be half Taiwanese and half Filipino workers. The Philippines is huge for basketball. So it'd be like half Taiwanese and half Filipino, you know, uh, you know, people who are living here. And it just, it'd be like the most fun games to go to when, when you're in an area where one specific country is dominating and their basketball team is there and they're basketball fans. And there's a split crowd there from, not just from different cities, which we get now in Taiwan, but from different countries. It was a whole different element to the game. Yeah, the, the whole different energy to the stadium. And so I hope it happens. I really do hope it happens. But right now, I, I wonder if, yeah, the, I, I think the leagues have to kind of battle themselves out and see who's going to become more dominant. How does the national team go? Uh, yeah, it's, they, I mean, they, they're they separate entirely. Uh, I mean, players in both leagues play for the national team. So uh, wondering how you're going to edit this because I just gave the dumbest answer. They go, they go to the country's play. Like another nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like they get in an airplane. They get, just leave it in, you know? They get in an airplane and they go. And when they get there, they go to a court and there are basketballs and basketball nets and there are people playing against them and they win or they lose. Uh, I don't love the ranking on the national team. I don't follow that. But I've probably seen it mentioned you're comfortable. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I am not a Trump supporter. Do not mention that. <laughs> Actually, we should leave this in. I swear, just don't edit this. Even my part where I say don't edit this. My uh, there, there are players that do play for the national team. Um, actually, this ties into also the commentary thing because uh, I heard back. You know, the T one league's interested in talking to you, and um, got a message later from like one of my friends, like. Yeah, sorry. And they put a picture up of Charlie Parker was, uh, he's the coach of the national team. He, uh, he did the commentary for the first two English games for the T1 league. And I was just like, yeah, I can't compete against, <laughs> I can't compete against the head coach of the national team, you know? But like he did it like as a favor. They were just like, we need somebody right now. <laughs> like, and so he did, he did a great job. But, uh, yeah, it was just like, I, like I was like, okay, that job's done. You know, I, I just gave up and then heard back from him again. I was like, okay, awesome. I'm ready for this. Uh, maybe we just sort of, how would you describe the standard of basketball, the Taiwan Basketball League compared to other leagues? Not just the NBA, the other leagues yeah. in the world. Uh, I think it's young. I, I, like there's still a lot of growing to go. Um, I, I know like, Taiwan, Taiwan's really good for certain things. Like Taiwan has really good guards. We don't have people who play other positions, like a lot of people who play other positions really well. We, we've got some, of course. Uh, but I, I think I, when I look at Taiwan basketball, I think Taiwan basketball is growing. It, it's, it's kind of in its infancy. And I, I think it's got a lot of great potential. It's got a lot of great heart and spirit it's the fans are really energetic 
and I, I think it's, I think it's going to grow into something big. Um, it's lagging behind on international competitions as far as like the, uh, national team and stuff. They, they're not horrible, but they're not the best. So I'm, I'm looking forward to when it, it really just starts growing. And I, I think having its own leagues in Taiwan is going to make it grow. And so I'm really excited to see that happen. That's good. I think it's a good spot to finish. All right. And we'll, uh, we'll, we'll review it maybe a year and see where they're at. That sounds good to me. All right. Cheers. See you next Chinese New Year. Chilean Kuala. See you next Chinese New Year.